Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday. There is no resolution between the Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets negotiations. Apparently stretching on possibly into the weekend, maybe into next week. We shall see what happens on the Aaron Rodgers front. But for now, still officially a member of the Green Bay Packers. Um, another official member of the Green Bay Packers is Josh Nyman who had the second-round tender placed on him. Uh, and I, I guess, in fact, technically, would you call him an official member? Because he's not under contract. But certainly in the control of the Green Bay Packers, um, I'm fascinated to see if somebody comes after Yash because he's put a lot of good stuff on tape. The former undrafted kid has, has certainly solidified himself as a bona fide starter in the league. And I know a lot of people kind of... I guess recency bias always creeps in, and I've had a lot of people in my mentions talking about how he did not play up to his usual standard those last couple of weeks. And you know, you got to remember he was fighting through a shoulder injury. I know Hutchinson definitely took advantage of him in that final game, but I do not doubt for a moment that if he's right and healthy and that shoulder is good, yeah, he, he's a he is a bona fide starter and someone that Packers should be hold, trying to hold on to, which they clearly are. Um, not messing around, I think. You know, there was a possibility that maybe uh, they put the low round tender on him, but they didn't. They put the second rounder on him. But I don't think that's necessarily going to stop teams from doing their homework and maybe making a call and maybe slapping uh, a contract together for him. I, now, obviously, the Packers would have the right to match. But I do think, given their cap situation, someone could probably come along and potentially put something together that make it tough for the Packers to say, you know, OK, we're going to match it and turn their nose up at a second round pick which is what they would get if they decided they couldn't match that offer. Um, I'm not saying it's a foregone conclusion. I, I think there's actually a pretty good probability that he's going to be back. Um, and, you know, the Packers will pay the one-year salary, and then we'll be back here probably at the end of the season talking about an extension for Yash would be my suspicion. But all it takes is one team. And I do know, you know, word has gotten around the league a little bit in regards to you should look take a look at this young guy and, I think there'll be definitely pro personnel people pitching their general managers about this idea. And um, it's still very early days uh, in free agency. And if a team misses out in free agency, doesn't get what they want and thinks wherever they're positioned, positioned in the draft, perhaps things aren't going to fall their way uh, when it comes to how they suspect the offensive tackles are going to go off the board. It would not surprise me to see a GM make that call. So, um, again, I think more likely than not, he's probably back in Green Bay. But there is a, I'm just saying there's a very real chance that someone makes that call. Fascinated to see how it plays out. Good to see everybody in the comments. Tons of people here already, of course. Brandy's here, naturally. Uh, Gary starts us off with a super chat. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Regarding 12 trade and the cap, they can't take him back without a restructure and can't cut him either. They have time, they have time but need to trade him. Why do you think Green Bay agreed to this contract? Uh, it's not strictly true that they can't take him back without a restructure, but it is true that they absolutely cannot cut him. That would be like dropping a nuclear bomb on their salary cap. Um, why did they agree to it? Well, obviously, as you alluded to, there's a lot of time. And the option bonus that is not due until September 1st gives them a lot of leverage. and Not a lot of leverage, but it does give them a tool in negotiations. I talked about this a little bit on Twitter last night. Um, and I suspect the reason they were amiable to the contract demands and or the numbers 
is because I would think the push and pull in the negotiation was, okay, we're happy to lock him in at this number for 2022. But that also means that then we get this window next offseason so that we can exercise or whoever takes on the contract gets to exercise this option bonus. Um, I do think, obviously, when he ends up getting traded to the Jets, they are going to touch his contract. That will some A lot of stuff will be kind of changed and, and organized to the Jets' liking. Um, but I think the big reason they signed the contract is because they thought Jordan Love wasn't ready yet. And I talked about that on Twitter last night as well. I think it would have been, it's real easy for us to sit on the outside and go, oh, last year was so obvious. You absolutely should have made the move, blah, blah, blah. Turning around and trading a two-time MVP, is this not something that you do lightly? It's not something you do easily. And you especially don't do it if you're not sold on the ability of your young quarterback who you drafted to come in and be a starter, which I think is probably the driving force behind the Packers turning around and signing that deal. And yes, Dunn and companies drove a hard bargain and they got a significant, uh, you know, significant salary, significant bonus structure, et cetera. The Packers do have that window. And it sure feels like both sides understood with both Aaron talking about it as locker last summer, Mark Murphy talking about it uh, at the shareholders meeting, that it was going to be a year to year proposition, meaning which we know we're going to be back here next year. And here they are. And here they are trading Aaron Rodgers. I think both sides knew there was a very good possibility that this conversation would be going on. Um, and the Packers protected themselves with this window, with this long, summer-long window for the option bonus, uh, giving them not a ton of, like, not all the leverage, but it gives them a significant tool in negotiations with the Jets. And I'm not saying they knew it was going to be the Jets last year, but with at the time, whoever we end up trying to deal them to, this gives us a, a tool to work with. Michael, thanks for the super chat. Do you think J-Lo will be a team captain this year? I think there's a good chance. We'll see. Maybe they make him earn it. Who knows? But maybe they do it as a rallying cry, like he's our new leader, etc. Um, but yeah, I think there's a, there's a decent chance. Scott, thanks for the Super Chat. Is Aaron Rodgers allowed to recruit for the Jets if he is under contract with the Packers until the trade is completed? Is this against his contract? Normally, Scott, it would be. But you got to remember, the Packers did give Aaron Rodgers and his representatives permission to speak with the Jets. Um, and in that context, as Aaron said on McAfee yesterday, they can ask him about whatever they want to ask him about, including players that he has played with, people he might want on the team, blah, blah. And he's allowed to answer. He's allowed to talk to them because the Packers gave him permission. Um, normally, you're right. That, that would not be allowed. But um, once the Packers have given him permission to talk, uh, he is uh, allowed to speak to the Jets about it, right? As far you know, actively recruiting guys... I mean, it's probably against the letter of the law, but it's not like you can stop a guy from answering a text from a friend or something like that, which obviously Randall Cobb is out there as a free agent. He's allowed to talk to his friend who's a free agent and things of that nature. You know, Rob, thanks for the super chat. I'm the impatient sort, so I'm having a liney summer shandy. Can't have fall without summer first. So, Nags, what's in your beer glass? Uh, tonight, it's a Dale's Pale Ale. Salud, brother. That's good stuff. Love me a line of shandy, too. Rob, thank you for the super chat. Got that one. Sorry. Abdul, thank you for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, how do you think the last few years and this spring would have been different if Packers hadn't drafted Love? That's a good question. That's a very good question. If they hadn't drafted Love, does Aaron Rodgers win two MVPs? 
it sure seems to be the event that spurred him on to do so. So maybe they draft a quarterback a year later because he continued to play poorly, or at least well below his standard. Well, we'll never know. <coughs> Good evening from London. Hello, Dale. Good evening from New York City. Hope you're well. Digging the Otis reference. Well, you know, try a little tenderness. He's got to, you got to try. Um, Robin says, Yash will be a starter somewhere. Yeah, Robin, I think he's going to be a starter in Green Bay. But we will see. Nicholas, thanks for Super Chat. Maybe Jordan Love threatened a trade request after the season, which sparked the shift in our openness to move on from Rodgers. All reporting and all things I've heard uh, say that that is not the case. But who knows? Possibly. But I don't think that has occurred. I think that would have gotten out. But again, you never really know. Um, like I think I told you guys, I asked Brian point blank uh, at our combine session if uh, he had heard from Jordan's representatives. And then the end of my question was to say, we're going to demand a trade if Aaron comes back. But he cut me off as I was asking and just said, yes, we've talked to Jordan's people quite a bit. Uh, but he never really got the second part of my question. So my suspicion is that things are good there. Um, I don't think there has been or was ever some kind of trade demand. But again, I can't say never. I mean, I can't completely rule it out. Grassy Pussy Packer Nation in the house. What's up, Grassy? How you doing, brother? Man, you're doing yeoman's work over on your channel, dude. Keep it up. Like every time I look, there's like five new videos. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to put a thumbnail together. Keep killing it, man. Jeezy Baby, thanks for the super chat. You see Bakhtiari being packaged with Aaron to get a couple firsts? No. Why are people obsessed with David Bakhtiari getting traded? Stop with the David Bakhtiari is going to get traded nonsense. I'm done. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I'm over it. David Bakhtiari is a phenomenal football player. I like phenomenal football players on my team. No. We're already giving up one generational talent. I don't want to give away two of them. Stop. I'm over it. I'm done. Now watch. There's going to be a news break in like five minutes saying that Aaron Rodgers and David Bakhtiari have been traded. Way to put it out in the ether there, Jeezy baby. Brandon, thank you for the super chat. Would you trade Rodgers for Garrett Wilson straight up? No. I'd trade him for Garrett Wilson in the 13th overall pick. But yeah, no. No, we would not. Riley, thanks for the super chat. Damn, I didn't think moving off 12 would be this hard. It's an emotional thing. I get it, man. I get it. I understand, especially for the younger set, probably the quarterback who brought you through a lot, both as a fan and as a young person. Like, I get it. I remember being really gutted when they traded Brett. And I was, and we were at Cheesehead TV, very much pro Rodgers. And we were very much like, it's time to move on. But when that trade officially happened, it was tough, man. It was a gut punch. It's a section of your life, you know? You know, and I know it's cheesy, and I know people make fun of it, but it's true. Like, we we connect to this team in such an emotional way, and Aaron Rodgers is such a big part of such a long time, time period of your fandom that, yeah, it feels personal. You know it isn't. Intellectually, you know it isn't. But it's hard to tell the heart that, you know, that heart feels it. Your soul feels it. Even though intellectually you're like, okay, this is ridiculous. Trust me. I understand. I get it. Bill, thanks for the super chat. I'm only 37. What was it like when the Bears were better than the Packers? Oh, my God, Bill. Let me tell you something. It f 
fucking sucked. I can't even begin to tell you how like full of despair I would be whenever the Packers were playing the Bears back in the 80s. Because you just knew the Bears were going to beat our ass. It was the absolute worst. And then, of course, the most embarrassing moment in the history of our franchise happened down in Soldier Field when Charles Martin body slammed Ed McMahon. Jim McMahon. I just, it's the worst, man. It was the worst. I can't even begin to describe the empty feeling when the Bears are on the goal line and in comes the fridge to just bowl over us as a metaphor and for a touchdown. It was awful, man. It was fucking awful. I can't even begin to describe it. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Maybe RPO will be better with a QB who can R. <laughs> I said, look, I don't think my my issue with a lot of the RPO stuff was like, you know, you guys, we I've bitched about it on Watch Party or whatever, but there's a lot of predetermination seemingly in some in some of those RPOs. Like, sure felt like like Aaron knew he's going to pull it and throw it on a lot of the slant looks to Lazard and the red zone, etc. Um, but yeah, I'm fascinated to see how they use Jordan's legs and how much they try to utilize it. I mean, I don't think you're going to see him, you know, put on the run as much as say Jalen Hurts was this past year. But I do think it's a piece of your arsenal that you can kind of open up now. You know, and that hopefully keeps defensive coordinators a little honest and affords you opportunities elsewhere. I mean, that's, that's a good possibility there. The Well Hungarian. What's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Nags, you're drafting one of these four for your team in 2023. Who you got? Goff, Cousins, Fields, Love. Why? Woo, baby. Well, Love, because he's a Green Bay Packer. How hard was that? I mean, if I got to, I mean, it's definitely not Goff. Um, I think Cousins is sneaky better than everybody gives him credit for, right? Um, Fields, I love Fields' upside. I really do, and it scares me as a Packers fan. Zero doubt about it. And they're putting together a decent squad around him. They're, they're going to upgrade that all O-line. Um, they're getting him some weapons on offense. you know. And I know he's got to continue to improve as a passer, but I don't think he's this joke that some Packers fans seem to think. You know, I know, like, yes, he predominantly was doing a lot of the damage last year with his legs, but I think he can grow into a bonafide, serious weapon for the Bears, and that is not a great development for the Packers. Uh, but, yeah, come on, it's Jordan Love. He's a Green Bay Packer. And I will say, I am very bullish on Jordan, and I, I think you've seen him improve every summer. You've seen him improve basically every year that he's gotten on the football field. I think we're going to see another jump this summer and into the season. And the sky's the limit for Jordan. And I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron or even Brett or anybody. But uh, I think he's got the chance to be a, a damn good quarterback. And I'm excited for it. What else we got, folks? We got Greg. What's up, man? Adam Schefter, big talker. <laughs> nice reference. I like it. Miguel, thanks for the super chat. Hi, Nagler. I would like someone ask 12 someday about what he thinks he did wrong in the relationship with the front office. It's Tuesday and left to blame everybody else and do not look in the mirror. That's a really good point, and that is a question I'd love to hear asked of the young man and see what the answer might be. I mean, I get why he doesn't get a lot of pushback from McAfee, but it would be nice for him to be asked some of those questions sometimes, which is probably why he's never, ever, ever, ever come on Cheesehead TV and never will, because he knows I would ask those kind of questions. But I think it's a great question, man. 
And I'd love to hear the answer. A thousand percent. Um, Luke, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Having a beer with a fellow cheesehead here in San Diego. Just wanted to say cheers and thanks for carrying the G with all the craziness. Hashtag cheers. Cheers, man. Right back at you. Mm. <laughs> Matthew. Crosby will be the last player of the Super Bowl team. I'd hope we'd keep him. I think there's a chance they keep him, but they got to get him at a reduced number. I think that was Brian's point at the uh, combine of putting that out there like, oh, I think he's going to kick better next year, etc. All that stuff kind of buttering him up. But I do think they can't have him as a top tier, you know, top three paid kicker in the league. Uh, they just can't, especially if they're not going to be able to utilize him on kickoffs. I mean, you saw Ahmed was slated for kickoff duty two games last year. I just, you got it. Either that or they're just going to straight up move on, which I think there's a decent possibility. What else we got, folks? We got Ryan. What's up, man? I believe the Packers should hold out for the 13th pick. Their only other option is Wilson. I mean, the Jets being there, only other option. Um, Yeah, I think 13th is the fulcrum from which all of this swings. Uh, I don't think – I suspect the Packers will want a little bit more than that. I think they'll want 13 and a conditional pick, probably a day late day two pick or something, uh, maybe day three, that can maybe turn into something better if Aaron sticks around for a few years in New York and produces, et cetera. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about getting a player or even two back. I'll just be surprised. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'll just be surprised if the Jets give up a player. Um, but, you know, Nagler's never right. So we will see. Bring Rudy Ford back. Sly, I, you know, I think there's value in bringing him back. It's all about the number, right? I suspect there's a good chance they do. But the fact that he's still out there and maybe fielding calls from other teams, it's all going to be dependent on what kind of market forms around him. I do think the Packers could definitely utilize him. Uh, that He's a fantastic addition to special teams. Um, and he clearly, you know, I know he kind of had an up and down season from scrimmage, but you can't deny um, his energy and the effectiveness as far as knowing the defense, knowing the adjustments and being in the right place at the right time for some of those interceptions and turnover plays. Um, that didn't just happen. You know, that's work on the young man's part. And I love how he hits and he flies to the ball carrier and is, you know, a see ball, get ball kind of guy who's physical and arrives in a bad mood and all that. Like, we need more of that in the Packers defense. Um, but yeah, I think it's all about the number, right? And if there's a even a slight market forming around him, I can't imagine the Packers are going to get into a much of a bidding war. But if he's out there for a while and the Packers think or, you know, say, hey, doesn't seem like you're getting much action. Why don't you come back at our number? Then maybe that happens. And I hope it does. Overshadow, what's up, man? I was broken when Magic went down. I didn't want this Favre dude to come in. Fast forward, I was broken when four left. Twelve, which is the best, bud. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Man, remember when Magic got hurt? Damn, that felt. Uh, you talk about suck, You know, a gut punch, like getting the wind knocked out of you. Remember how bad that season started? I remember Holmgren. You know, in one of the NFL films things, he talks about how like they went into that game and he was like, I don't know if I'm going to ever win a game. Like, oh, so crazy, crazy to think about now. Riley, thanks for the super chat. Jordan is going to be a pro bowler this season. I like your optimism. We'll see. I tell you what, if there's a system, you know, in the NFL 
and uh, you know, quarterback-friendly system that could help him get there, it's definitely this one. So we'll see. A couple 75-yard bomb touchdowns to Christian Watson. That'll get you in the Pro Bowl. Let's go. I'm down. Number one Volo fan, thanks for Super Chat. If Rodgers pivots and says he wants to play for the Packers, how does this affect love knowing Aaron Rodgers is holding a clipboard waiting for him to mess up? I don't know how to break this to you, but that ain't never going to happen. Everything you heard on Wednesday was the Rubicon, and it has been crossed. This is very akin to when Brett Favre wanted back and the Packers finally said, we've moved on. That's what Wednesday was. Aaron Rodgers talking about it publicly, putting this all out there as far as the Packers are the ones waiting for compensation, etc. He has stated now very publicly, I want to go play for the Jets. That was the page turn right there. The rest is just dance music. You know, it, it is time uh, for people to stop thinking that there's some scenario here where Rodgers comes back to Green Bay. That ain't happening. They have moved on to Jordan Love. What else we got, folks? What else we got? Ryan, thank you. The NFL should ban the defensive tackle in the backfield and the QB sneak push. I think the QB sneak push is going to get banned. Uh, Mark Murphy indicated on the Packers website, I think it was two weeks ago, on his Murphy takes five question and answer thing that he does once a month, uh, that he himself uh, put he talked to the rules committee about it. So I think uh, the Packers are going to make a push there to try and get it kind of try and get it banned. Um, I don't mind the defensive tackle in the backfield, but I mean as a fullback or whatever. But yeah, the the pushing of the quarterback, the rugby scrum kind of play, I think that's going to go the way of the dodo. <laughs> man, Glock is here. Man, this hurts. I really wanted 12 to retire a Packer. Favre messed with my mind enough. I feel you, man. I feel you. And I think most people have the romantic notion that, yeah, you're going to have Rodgers, you know, ride off into the sunset, retire a Packer, be with them the entirety of his career. And he himself has talked about it, though. It's like that is just not the norm. And it is very hard to make it so. Um, you know, the pressure to win is too great. The pressure to have that next guy is too great. Because if you keep riding, you know, that veteran quarterback and you keep riding, you keep riding, you end up like the Saints. Nobody wants that for the Packers. You know, you you got to keep looking forward. And again, Tom Brady ended up in Tampa. You know, Joe Montana ended up in Kansas City. Like these icon quarterbacks, it's the norm at the end of their career, more often than not. You know, and the one team that didn't do that that stuck with their aging quarterback is the saints and you see where they are now. You just don't want it. It's just a bad business. Hey, now the saints have the goat Jamal Williams. I mean, hopefully they're going to ask Carr to hand it to Jamal a whole bunch, but I don't think that's probably going to be the game plan. I mean, who knows? Maybe they get a play action game going, get Olave down to field a bunch. Uh, I'm down with that. Badger Tree, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Seems like Jets expected to get him for cheap. I mean, maybe. What's crazy to me, I don't know if they expected to get him for cheap, but what's nuts to me is that the fucking owner got on a plane to go talk to Aaron without apparently an agreement to compensation beforehand. I mean, the idea that, yes, we gave you permission to talk to the Jets, meaning the Packers and Aaron. Okay, I understand that. And, like, that would mean that there's a good chance we're going to trade you. How on earth do you, as the owner of the Jets, get your 
coach, general manager, offensive coordinator, some other dude all on your plane and fly out there without an agreement in place? I thought at least there'd be some kind of framework, but apparently not. That blows my mind. Like, I mean, it shouldn't because it's the Jets and it's Woody Johnson, but it still kind of blows my mind. I don't know, man. Oh, there's another good one, Stephen. Steelers stuck with Roethlisberger, and they stink now. That's another good example of talk about not getting out when they should have. You know, I think they definitely stuck with him a year too long. No question about that. Well, they have a young kid now, though. I mean, we'll see how he how he, how he matures. Uh, the cart before the horse, right? We shouldn't just give Aaron away. Of course not. And I don't think the Packers are being unreasonable. If it is true that they're asking for the first round pick. Now, here's the other thing. There has been absolutely no reporting of what actually has gone back and forth. And I don't think there will be. So it's hard to sit here and say, oh, the Packers are being unreasonable, as Mike Florio indicated in his article, or that, you know, the Pack- the, the Jets want him to give him away. I don't know what the Jets want. I don't know what the Packers are demanding. I do know the Packers have all the time in the world here. Because of that option bonus, they have until September 1st. So... New York, hey, have a great time twiddling your thumbs while, I guess, the offseason rolls along, the draft occurs, OTAs start. Aaron never came to OTAs anyway in Green Bay, so the Packers are going to have offseason as normal. You, however, will be waiting forever to get your guy in the door unless you, you know, play ball with Brian Goodkins. That's where we're at, man. Uh, Nicholas, thanks for the super chat. Would you try to bring back Billy Turner? That's a name I've not heard for a long time. Um, Probably not. They, they moved on for a reason. Better to get younger. And spending precious cap dollars on a aging veteran, um, you know, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, you could get him dirt cheap. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I, I don't think he's going to get gotten for dirt cheap. That's just a guess. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 